Father, that he's never smite, Father. We thank you right now, Father, that every leader has him protected, Father. We thank you right now, Father, that our minds are right, Father. Our minds are stayed on you, Father. We thank you that our hearts are right, Father. We thank you that we're never to return, Father, to destruction, Father. We thank you right now, Father. Mental illness is removed, Father. We thank you right now, Father, that we can think clearly, Father. We thank you right now, Father, that you give us the right attitude, Father. We thank you right now, Father, that you remove the thoughts that don't belong, Father. We thank you right now, Father, for every distraction to be removed, Father. We thank you right now, Father. Give us clear insight, Father. We thank you right now, Father. Give us boldness in your word, Father. We thank you right now, Father, that you breathe on every last one of us, Father. We thank you right now, Father, that you breathe your word in us, Father. Breathe life within us, Father. We thank you right now, Father. This ministry need a move of God, Father. We thank you right now, Father, that our sheep, Father, that the sheep is obedient, Father. We thank you right now, Father. We take responsible for our actions, Father. We thank you right now, Father, that we take responsibility, Father, for the deeds done in our bodies, Father. We thank you right now, Father, taking responsibility for our mouth, Father. We thank you right now, Father, taking responsibility, Father, for the lack of love in this house, Father. That every leader, Father, that we come to repentance, Father. That you ask, Father, that we ask you for forgiveness, Father. Help us to be sturdy, Father. Never move from our post again, Father. We thank you right now, Father. We put a fortress around this house, Father, so we can help other believers, Father. We thank you right now, Father, that we will learn, Father, whether we're saved or unsaved, Father. Let us hear, Father. Let us not be dull in our hearing, Father. Let us hear again, Father. We're calling on your word, Father. We're calling on your word, Father. We need one word, Father. We only need one word, Father. Help us to hear again, Father. Help us to hear again, Father. Our ears are clogged, 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 Father. Help us to hear your word again, Father. Help us to hear, Father. Help us to feel, Holy Spirit, Father. Help us to know when to move, Father. Help us to know when to pray, Father. Let it be a lifestyle of prayer, Father. Let us be a lifestyle of prayer, Father. For the Muslims pray five. The Jews pray three. How many times are we praying, saints? How many times are we praying, saints? Make it a lifestyle. Whether you're tired, whether you're broke, whether you're distracted, whether you're stressed, it's time that we pray, folks. We have to pray. We have to pray for legislation, for all wickedness to be removed, for the darkness to be removed, for witchcraft to be removed for the darkness to be silenced, for the demonic to never reach us. Let us be linked in love. Let us be linked in love. Let us be linked in love. We're calling on prayer. Make it a lifestyle. Make it a lifestyle. Don't be too tired. He's calling on us. He's counting on us. Unbelievers are counting on us. Let us pray, folks. Let us pray for the men. Let us keep them strengthened. Let us pray for their mind. Let us pray for their strength. They're the head of the household. They're the head of our household. They're the head of their household. Let's cover them as a father. Let's cover them to be a better father. Let's cover them to love being a father. Let's cover them to love their ministry.
ministry. Let's call them up. Let's call the men up. Let's lift them up to the God. Lift them up with boldness. Let's call on their strength. Let's call on increase. Let's call on the demonic to be removed. Let's call on them to have an encounter. Have an encounter with God. A true encounter with God. A true encounter with God. Let the men have a true encounter with God. Let them encounter with you, Jesus. Jesus, rain down on the men. 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 They're the foundations, Father. They're the foundations. And it's getting shaky in this nation, Father. Let's call on the men to be stronger, to not be weak, to not get tired, to have fortitude, to have strength, to be immovable, to be ready to fight, to be ready for battle, to be ready for prey, to be ready at all times with swords, with shield, with the helmet of salvation, with the gate of fortress. Let them be ready, Father. Let them be ready when the demonic knocks on the door, Father. Let them be ready when Satan knocks at the door, Father. Let them be ready when Satan attacks the children, Father. Let them be ready when the wife is not in her right mind. Let them be ready, Father, when there's distraction in the home. Let them be ready, Father, when darkness is filling their heart. Let them be ready on that job, Father. Let them be ready, Father. Let them be ready to fight, Father. Strengthen them up on every side, Father. Let them know, Father, they're called to the kingdom, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of Messiah, the kingdom of Hamashiach, the king of Jesus, the king that one that keeps us. Let us be strengthened, Father. Let us be strengthened, Father. Let us be strengthened, Father. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy, Father, that we're not stricken with no disease, Father, that we can move our bodies, Father. We can raise our hands, Father, that we have our gift, Father, that we can dream again, Father, that we have the ability to dream, Father. We thank you right now, Father. We have the ability, Father, to walk out the dream, Father, to remove fear with faith, Father, to remove fear, Father, with the word, Father. So we thank you, Father, for your Holy Spirit, Father, that you never remove it from this house, Father. We thank you right now, Father, that we cover all other ministries, Father, that need a shepherd that is interceding for them, Father, that need a shepherd that loves, Father, that need a shepherd that can give them the truth, Father, that need a shepherd to give them a crafty word, Father, that can give them a word, Father, that change their lives in 24 hours, Father. We pray for a shepherd, Father, across this nation, Father, that can change, Father, their sheep, Father, change their way of thinking, Father, change their way of living, Father, Come out of the world, Father. Let us, Father, cover other ministries, Father. Cover other people's hearts, Father. Cover the students, Father. Cover our youth, Father. Cover their minds, Father. Their depression, anxiety, Father. Psychosis, Father. We know, Father, the demonic attack, Father. The enemy is trying to get them, Father, so they will never see you, Father. But I call on your name, Jesus. I call on your name, Jesus. Bring up a generation. Bring up a generation. Bring up a generation that will call on your name, Father. Bring up a generation 
bring up a generation. We thank you, Father, a generation that will serve you, a generation that understands the bowing down, a generation that can raise their hand, a generation that can lay prostrate, a generation to pray in the schools, a generation to pray for their parents, a generation to pray for their friends, a generation to make a difference, a generation to be set aside, a generation to stay pure, a generation to hold themselves, a generation with no fornication, a generation with no cussing, a generation with no smoking, a generation with no drinking, a generation with no sex, a generation, Father, with no homosexuality, a generation that can believe in you, Father, a generation, Father, that can believe on your name, Father, a generation that can recant the scriptures, a generation that can believe in you, Father, a generation to change their schools, Father, a generation, Father, to intercede on others' behalf, Father. A generation, Father, to put the guns down. A generation, Father, to know, Father, when evil is coming. A generation, Father, of insight, Father. A generation of intercessors, Father. We need intercessors, Father. We need the intercessors, Father. We need the intercessors, Father. Bring up by you, Father. Bring up by you, Father. Bring up by you. We not gonna let the enemy take them. We not gonna let the enemy take them. We not gonna let the enemy take them. We call on your name, Jesus. We call on your name, Jesus. I don't die. 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 I don't die, I don't die. My King, my God, my protector, my provider, my sustainer, my protector, my sustainer, my keeper, my healer, my healer, my healer, my healer, my healer, my healer, my redeemer. My Redeemer, my Redeemer, my Redeemer, my Redeemer, my Redeemer, my Redeemer. We call on you. 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 No child truly left behind. We pray for Tiffany. Bring her back to her right mind. Let her know she's not alone. We come against every curse in the womb, Father. You said the curse starts in the womb, Father. The curse starts in the womb, Father. Breathe on my sister today, Father. Breathe on her womb today, Father. Breathe on her womb today, Father. Let every curse, Father, go to the pits of hell, Father. We call on your name for this baby, Father. We call on your name for this baby, Father. We call healing from the womb, Father. We call no mental illness from the womb, Father. We call this child on the right mind, Father. We call on the anointing in this womb, Father. 
We call on your strength in this womb, Father. We call on your fight in this womb, Father. We call on this child mind to be right, Father. We call on the demonic to be removed from the mothers, the fathers, the grandparents' house, Father. We call for every demonic attack to be removed, Father. We call on the darkness to be removed, Father. We call on the darkness to be snatched up from the womb, Father. We call on this child to be an intercessor, Father. We call on this child, Father, to be a prayer warrior, Father. We call on this child to be a worshiper, Father. We call on this child to be strengthened, Father. We call on this child to never think she's a mistake, Father. We call on this child to be strengthened on every side, Father. We call on this child to come out with joy, Father. We call on this child to never be depressed, Father. We call on this child to never reach depression, Father. We call on this child to never have a mental illness, Father. We call on this child to have insight, Father. We call on this child to be a light of the world, Father. We call on this child, Father, to never, Father, to feel that it's a mistake, Father. We call on this child, Father, to never feel like she's lack of love, Father. We call on this child to feel love from you from the womb, Father. We call on this child, Father, to feel on your embracing, Father. We call on this child, Father, to speak in a womb, Father. We call on this child, Father, to be a child of God, Father. We call on this child, Father, to come full term, Father. We call on this child to have no ailments in her body, Father. We call on this child to come out in perfect peace, Father. We call on this child to have a long life, Father. We call on this child to be a blessing to them, Father. We call on this child to speak a word in their life, Father. We call on this child to touch Eric, Father. We call on this child to change his way of thinking, Father. We call on this child, Father, to make a change in his life, Father. We call on this child to eradicate everything from him, Father. We call on this child to show him how to be a father. We call on this child to show him how to be a king. We call on this child to show him how to be a priest of his home. We call on this child to bring an anointing in the house, Father. We call on this child, Father, to lay hands on him, Father. We call on this child, Father, to know when it's evil in the home, Father. We call on this child to know when darkness is coming, Father. We call on this child, Father, to lay hands on both of them, Father. We call on this child to jump in the womb for joy, Father. We call on this child, Father, to hear your word right now, Father. We call on this child that the ears are always open, Father. We call on this child to never turn away from him, Father. We call on this child to never turn away from them, Father. We call on this child to be obedient from the womb, Father. We call on this child to be obedient from the womb, Father. We call on this child to be obedient from the womb, Father. We call on this child, Father, for you to breathe the breath of life, Father. Breathe the breath of life, Father. Breathe the breath of life in my sister, Father. Breathe the breath of life in my sister, Father. That she's never depressed. She's never alone. She's not agitated in her spirit. That she can see clearly, Father. Bring her back to her worship, Father. Bring her back to our worship, Father. Bring her back for a clear heart, Father. Bring her back to a clear heart, Father. Bring her back, Father, to the worship she called on, Father. 
bring her back to the place you want to be, Father. Bring her back, Father. We call on your anointing, Father, to sit upon her life, Father, so she can believe again, Father. Have my sister to dream again, Father. Have her to dream again, Father. For you place the dream within her, Father. Keep her, Lord. Keep her, keep her, keep her, keep her, keep her. You say it's one word, Father. Give her that one word. The command of being strong, courageous, and careful of keeping your law. Restore, my sister. Restore from the mothers and father house. Restore her from not feeling love. Restore her from every demonic attack. Restore her, Father, to the first day she met you. Restore her, Father. Bring the joy back in her eyes, Father. Bring the joy back to her, Father. Let her live again. Let her live again. For she is carrying life. Life that will bring her more abundance. Let the child bring the life. Let her keep her joy. Let her know it's the child of God. Let her always have forever intercession for this child. Let her know when the enemy's coming to the womb. Let her know, Father, when the enemy is coming to knock. Let her know so she's never off guard on this child. Let her know so she's never off guard, Father. Restore my sister. Restore her. Restore her from guilt. From guilt. Restore her as a mother, as a wife. As the daughter of yours from the most high. The king of her heart. Restore her. Let us all keep each other covered in prayer. Covered on the battlefield. Father, we call that innocence. We know, Father, of the mental attack on the innocence. I call every mental illness from her mother's, father's, and grandparents' house. That she can see when it's coming to creep upon her. Give her new eyes, Father. Take her deeper in you, Father. Give her a new insight. Father, give her a new discernment. Increase her in her anointing. Take her deeper in you, Father. 
Father, we thank you for her life. We thank you for her fortitude. We thank you for her fight. We thank you for the fight that's within her, Father. That she never gives up. She never walks away. She never feels locks of love. We call on your strength, Father. We call on your strength, Father. We call on your strength, Father. Let your love abound in her, Father. Let the love overflow in her, Father. Let the love be received and undowed, Father. For we thank you right now, Father, that you continue to cover her at her job when she travels, Father. When she intercedes, Father. When she don't know what to say, Father. When she don't know what to pray, Father. When she don't know which direction to go, Father. I ask you, Father, that you order her steps, Father. 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 Let her never give up, Father. We thank you for the innocence. We thank you for the innocence. We thank you for the innocence. Oh, we thank you for the innocence. We call on your name, Jesus, for the innocence. We call on your name, Jesus, for the innocence. We call on your name 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 for the innocence. We call on your love for the innocence. We call on your anointing for the innocence. We call on the breath of life for your innocence. Let love and peace abound in the innocence. We thank you that her life, her past will never dictate to where she's going. We thank you that her life, what she sees, what she feels, never dictates to where she's going. Let her move one foot in front of the other. Let her keep walking, Father. Let her keep walking in the valley, Father. Let her keep walking when she see the shadow, Father. Let her keep walking, Father. When it gets hot, Father. Let her keep walking when Satan whispers, Father. Let her not stop to hear, Father. Let her not be distracted, Father. So we cover her ear game, her eye game. Her heart of flesh, Father. Her mind, Father. Her body, Father. Her way of suggestion, Father. Her way of thinking, Father. Her way of communication, Father. Her way of how she sees things, Father. We cover her entire being, Father. We put a fortress and a bargain of protection around her, Father. Then we put love around her, Father. Then we put love around her, Father. That is not in our family or our past of who we are, Father. 
that she knows, Father, that she is success in your hands, Father. That she can succeed in everything she does, Father. That she's a conqueror in your arms, Father. That she'll always be a believer in your arms, Father. That you would keep her to be an ambassador, Father. Let her keep being an ambassador of her family, Father. When she looks to the left and looks to the right, Father. Let us see that she's the ambassador, Father. Let her never be removed from her post. It is in your mighty precious name that we pray we cover this house and the sheep. That we never go astray from our shepherd. In Jesus' mighty name that we receive the word. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on, y'all. Your praise is a weapon. Your worship is a weapon. Come on, you should be shouting unto the Lord with a voice of triumph and victory. Hey! Woo! Glory to the Most High God. Nobody like Him. My goodness. Woo! I'm in total agreement with the intercessor. Total agreement. My God. Woo! True intercessor from the heart. Hallelujah. Glory to God. My goodness. My goodness. That's how you do warfare. It's when you open up your mouth. Do I got any agreement in here? Yeah. Come on, Church of the Living God. Put your voice print in the atmosphere. You have been given all power and authority. Who come to stand tonight? In the session about standing in the gap. Filling in the gap. 
Roto Lala Masi, Mandere Hisetendia, Hiseteramando, Romande de Sirenda la Casse, Roto Ramande, Brinda la Cosi, Hiseteramanda la Basol, Himande, Sibrenda la Baco, Resi, Hirenda la Bacanda le Bessi, Rondo Labandi, Hilanda Ramande le Bessi, Rondo. Roko Racine de la Massoto, Hisseteremando, Hiremande de Bissi, Roko Resendia, Hilendaramando Cosetendia, Brando Corre Bessiandele, Hirando Reki Seterendia, Rabande le Bassida de Mando Cosia, Hiramande Setere. Irabondoro seteremande, iriandele basi andele basoto, irobababose letisi, ilamandele baserendia, randele kisi teremandia, irobabose te, ikandoro sende, irando kosi tendia, ramando kosi, risi tendia, irobabasende lebe kisi te. Hirando robosende, rebamande resiro cosia, rebande sete rebande, hi sete renda la bossia, rebande chi andere, hi sete renda la bossia, rebababa si renderesi, hi se fando la bossia, andere besivro mondo, rebande sete rebande co, ricandere besivrande, rebabande setendia, Roko setendia, rebande seterendiano, rebando kositendia, hi rebando kosiarande, rebande kisitendia, rebando koseter, rebande rebesi, rebando robosia, rebamande sirandere kisete, hi sende rebande, rebande kosete, rebande siando. Rabande kise rabande resia, rabande kise torobosiande, ribande le basete le besiande, rabande kese tendia, rabando kose teramandia. He sete, come on, press in there, come on, press in there, open your mouth, kese tende, he sete rabando, yete tendia, brambando kose te, he sete demando. Rabande sete, ribande rebasete, rendeki sete, ribande rebasete. Go ahead, press on in there, press in there, karabosi. He karabashoto terebande, rebando kosete, ribande kisete rebande rebande, rakasete rebando, rebande rebasi rebando kosia, rebande si terebesi ande rebasi ande. Ibanda leba setere dedi andere dedi ya setere beti. Reba baba setere beti ya setere dedi ya. Riba bana reba sondere besi ande. Riba andere dedi andere ba setere besi ya. Reba tere besi kira bana reba besi ya. Reba baba setere beti andere ba soto. Riba andere si andere besi ya. Reba baba setere dedi ande. Ira bana leba setere be kira bana. Rebababosi terebendi anteresia, ribabamande se terebandoto, se terebande rebesiando, ribabande siande, 
Hey, Reba Shetere Matia, Shetere Bosia. This is a battle over your words. Hey, Reba Shetere Matia. Hey, Reba Siande. Shetere Bashete. You take control. Shetere Bandereba. By the Spirit of the Living God. Hirande Reba Shete. Rebande Shetere Matia. Rebande Kishetere Matia. Tell him you got a sound mind. Tell him you got a sound mind. Tell him let you go. Loose you now in Jesus' name. Your mind is free in Christ. The power is supposed to be in the church of the living God. Power to deliver, set you free. Tell him to loose you now. Loose you now. Hey, Shetere Mandia. Rebama Mande Shete. Same power that raised Christ in the grave. It said it's working in you now. Wake up! Shetere Mandia. I'm gonna need you to wake up. Hey, Shetere Oh, it's the living church. Living. He's the living God. He rose! He rose! My God, with all power! Come on, fight! Come on, fight! Fight for your family! Fight for your marriage! Fight for your kingdom! Fight for your kingdom! Fight for your husband! Fight for your wife! Fight for your children. Woo! My God. You won this battle. The battle for eternal life. The battle is for eternal life. Where will you make your bed? My God. My goodness. He's a thief. He's a thief. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Jesus said, I have come that you might have life, more abundant life, more of me. Woo! Hey! Hashiando Sheteti, Randalaman de Siande. Oh, he said, I've come here with life. You should live and not die. 
My goodness. I place eternity in your heart. Now live. Let him live in you, through you. Let his word be alive in you. Nah. His word has all power. You got to know that. See, and to know that, you got to trust him. Newsflash, you're not a believer if you don't trust him. You can't be saved if you don't trust him. He said, I am the way. No man comes to the Father except by me. Well, you need to be full of him, his word. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo. All right. Let's get down to business. Y'all may be seated in heavenly places. Let's get down to business. Hallelujah. Get down to business. Who's ready to fight? The good fight of faith. Who's ready? I ain't talking about fighting your brother, your sister, and your circumstance. That's not a fight. That's ignorance. Woo! Spirit or Antichrist does already work. It's already operating. It's already manifesting. We'll make sure that we're not part of it. Amen. Amen. So easy, so subtly. <clears throat> Minister, first John two eighteen. Last week we were talking about the Antichrist, right? And we're going to continue in there, right? See, now I got a few minutes and we're going to get this thing going. 218. 1 John chapter 2 at verse 18. Boys, lads, it is the last time, hour, the end of this age. And as you have heard that the Antichrist he who will oppose Christ in the guise of Christ is coming. Even now many antichrists have arisen, which confirms our belief that it is the final, the end time. Yes, that was the end of time. Right? So he wrote that about 2,000 years ago, so he said it was close then, lads. So think of the hour that we're in now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it it talked about, it says these are the last days, right? The end of the age, right? And as you have heard, the Antichrist who will oppose Christ, right? The end of the age. So if you go in the book of Matthew, it says, this is something I want us to really understand something. 
It says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the second coming of the Son of Man. Correct. So what days, what were the days like in that time, as it was in the days of Noah? That age was ruled by paganism. So what you're going to see is a return in this age of paganism. This is why you see so much, so many things on witchcraft. So many things, it's a return to that age of paganism. Just like they get ready to open up a school for hypnosis. That's paganism. It's returning back to that age. Churches all into mysticism. See, it's a turning back slow, but you can't see it. See, that's how the spirit of Antichrist works. It, it's a religious. It works through that. Your belief. That's why the church is doing Christmas. That's why your church is doing Halloween. That's why your church is doing uh, Valentine's Day. And I can keep on. As it was in the days of no, so shall it be. We just haven't asked the right question. What was it like in them days? It was ruled by paganism. False gods, false worship. Oh, y'all in a good place. Amen. I got, a good, I got one amen that y'all are in a good place. Amen. <laughs> Maybe you were just processing it. Maybe that's what was happening. Maybe I spoke too soon. Okay. All right. <laughs> Even in the heart. Okay. Many have been infiltrated and possessed by the spirit of Antichrist. Many Christians have already opened themselves to the spirit of Antichrist through the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes. And the pride of life. These things are not of the Father. They are of the Antichrist. There are many in the body of Christ that have been given over to the spirit of Antichrist. Go to verse 22. Same, let's go down. Verse 22, who is such a liar as he who denies that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah? He is the Antichrist, the antagonist of Christ, mm. who habitually denies and refuses to acknowledge the Father and the Son. John is saying anyone who has not come under the total lordship of Jesus Christ is open to the spirit of Antichrist. If you're sitting here right now and you have not, listen closely, and he is not Lord over your life, in everything. If you haven't given him all. 
And there's still a portion that's yours. And you only give him 95%. 99%. What you're doing is denying him his lordship. His Lord over all. I need y'all to think about this. Mm-hmm. It's not that you're going around cursing him. What you don't understand is that you are not believing him for full salvation. You can't believe him for half salvation. You're not serving him with all, uh-oh, all of your heart, your mind, your soul, and your body. Can I say it like Rob Parsons? Body. You're not serving him like that. You don't get that. Hold on. Hold on, y'all. <laughs> to serve God for total salvation, total lordship of your life. You have to serve him with your whole heart, your whole mind, your whole soul, and your body. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to leave that alone. So when you do this, so when you do this, you open yourself less up like John says this. He, said, he says, when you, when you do that, or when you don't do that, John says, that the inroads... The making of the Antichrist spirit in your heart is possible when you don't do that. Okay, all right. Verse 23 reads, go ahead. Verse 23. No one who habitually denies, disowns the son, Mm -hmm. even has the father. Whoever confesses, acknowledges and has the son, has the father also. Okay. This is not just saying that I believe Jesus was God in the flesh. Let me say that again. This is not just saying that I believe that Jesus is God in the flesh. It's saying that Jesus, you are God in the flesh in me. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what it's saying. That you're God in the flesh in me. Uh-uh. With all power. See, you can't deny. And authority. Over lust. Over sin. Everything else. I yield to your lordship. Y'all know there's some of you that I, I, I worship, but it's just one part I just refuse to do. He's not Lord over your life. You haven't yet become the living sacrifice. The living sacrifice has no will. Puts itself right up there on the altar. 
No one had to put them there. Okay. All right. Mm-mm. Y'all can see that picture, didn't you? Okay. Hey, teacher. Those who worship God in the spirit and in truth, guess what? They are the prime target of the Antichrist. The spirit of Antichrist. See, every time we keep thinking the person yet, not yet. This is just a forerunner. He's setting up his throne, his kingdom. Anti, the spirit of Antichrist. Okay? Second Thessalonians. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 4. Yes. Who opposes and exalts himself so proudly and insolently against and over all that is called God or that is worshipped, even to his actually taking his seat in the temple of God, proclaiming oh. that he himself is God. God. Okay. All right. I need y'all to know something. The spirit of Antichrist is opposed to those, listen, who walk closely with the Lord. Those who walk closely with God in intimacy. He's opposing you, star. He's opposing you, T. See, he may manifest one way in your life, and he may manifest another way in yours. This is why you, I got to understand worship. And those who are true worshipers, this is what the Antichrist wants for himself, and the Antichrist is going to come against Every true believer who, listen, who walks in intimacy with God. He's going to come against you. I'm going to say it again. He's going to come against you. Y'all keep thinking it's the person. See, this is why you keep thinking it's the person. I'm going to get to that too. He's going to come against you. See, the true worshiper, if you're not, he's not coming against you. I, I got something for you on that, too. But for the true worshipers, he's against you. He's going to come against and use any and everything he can, past, present, and future. He plans to invade you in every area, violate you in every area. He wants to stop your worship. He wants to stop your intimacy. He wants you to doubt and to fear. He wants advocacy of the cross of Jesus Christ. 
the spirit of Antichrist would do everything, and I mean everything, to hinder the inroads of a true worshiper. Mm-mm-mm-mm. There's nothing in you or this ministry that he wants more than your worship. I'll give you all the kingdoms if you just worship. See, he, he don't care about your stuff. He care about your worship, though. That's what he wants. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Your intimacy. What you were designed to be with your creator. It's intimacy. That's why you think you got to come to church to be intimate with God. Mm -mm. Satan is not after you to make you a drug addict. He's not after you to make you a homosexual. Mm -mm. He's not after you to make you a prostitute. He's not after you to, you know, to, to be a liar. A thief. He's not after you just so you'll sleep around and curse. Now, he'll do those things if it can disturb your worship. He'll use all them things to distract you from your worship. True worship. He'll do all those things to distract you from what you're designed to do. Okay. All right. Oh, that's what he made. No, those are distractions from your worship. So I have you focus on that. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and pride of life. Hello, it's an open book test. Why are you failing it? Mm. Mm. He wants to disturb your worship. He would do it only, listen, to rob God of his praise. Y'all been giving up y'all praise. Y'all been giving up your praise and your worship. Okay. He's robbing God then. So he knows if he can get you just so into you and your situation and the thing that you were designed to do and praise God in the trouble, in the midst of it, you rob him. He robs you from your praise. I mean, the house can be burning. You can actually say, well, praise God. Thank you. Must be getting a new one. I'm a family out, the dog out, everybody. We good. See, it's how you look. Still rob you and pray. Okay. All right. Second Thessalonians. Let's read that again. Two, four. Read it again. Who opposes and exalts himself so proudly and insolently mm. 
against and over all that is called God or that is worshipped, even to his actually taking his seat in the temple of God. I mean, as bad as things is, just imagine for a moment. I know you think it's pretty bad right now what you're going through. No one understands. But just imagine if the restrainer moved aside. He didn't say remove. I told y'all that last week. He said move aside. On that situation that you're going through now. Hello? On that situation that you're going through now. Imagine if the restrainer moved aside and let him have full force. Yeah, change your mind of what you're going through right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help us right here. Mm-hmm. Watch this. Carelessness. Lazy Christians are going to, listen, they're going to be overcome. Oh, my goodness. They're not going to be able to stand. If you're careless about the things of God, how many of y'all are careless about the things of God? Are you reading your word? Are you studying? If you're not, you're being careless over the things of God. That's how it's going to be easy for you to be overcome. Okay. All right. You can't just live off coming here. This should be here just to help you digest what you've been learning and studying. Help you make room for some more words. All right. All right, here we go. They're not going to be ready. You know why? Because the Bible said that perilous times are coming. Antichrist is all in the church. Perilous means full of danger or risk. Perilous means full of danger and risk. The Antichrist has already blinded the hearts of the church. So when he comes on the scene, the veil will be so thin, it'll be just like him walking through tissue paper. No resistance. But the church is not preparing for this. The church is preparing for their best life now. Ten points to a successful life. I'm blessed. Not preparing. You're not prepared. You're supposed to be a prepared people. Living for eternity, not for now. But the most tragic thing that you're going through right now, that's not what you're supposed to be focused on. That still don't negate eternity. Except you've abdicated. You give it up. Except you do. Okay, y'all get some good teaching here. Y'all will be without excuse. He's preparing for his revelation. The spirit of Antichrist. Sadly, 
Our voice go down. Sadly. <laughs> Many believers will be overtaken. Watch this. Second Peter. 2, 17 through 20. Oh, this is going to be good. Watch this. I'm going to help y'all. Ready? Second Peter chapter 2 at verse 17. These are springs without water and mists driven along before a tempest for whom is reserved forever the gloom of darkness. For uttering loud boasts of folly, they beguile and lure with lustful desires of the flesh those who are barely escaping from them who are wrongdoers. They promise them liberty when they themselves are the slaves of depravity and defilement. For by whatever anyone is made inferior or worse or is overcome, to that person or thing he is enslaved. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world, through the full personal knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they again become entangled in them and are overcome, their last condition is worse for them than the first. That's pretty deep right there, isn't it? Come on, let's break it down a little bit here. These are false teachers. These are false teachers. They spring without water. Listen, springs without water and misdriven along, listen, before a tempest. Listen to this. False teachers are filled with emptiness. Instability. They're like wells that offer water to the travelers who have been crossing a dry, barren desert. But when the travelers reach the wells, they are dry. False teaching. Promise you all these things. I sold a thousand dollars. I didn't get no return. Listen to this. I'm trying to show you how the Antichrist is working. In this verse, these people claim to be saved through the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Just read it right there. You see that it says this, that they are going, that they are again entangled therein and overcome. Y'all see that, right? Read it again, read it again for them because I don't think they're seeing it. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the full personal knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, they again become entangled in them and are overcome. Their last condition okay. is worse for them okay. Okay. than the first. All right. 
So these are supposed to be saved people, right? They are again entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse than the beginning. Listen, there are going to be believers overcome by the spirit of Antichrist. I'm talking to the church. Okay. At work right now, listen. There are those who have escaped the pollution of the world. That's what it's saying. All the contamination of the world, right? They escaped it. You think you're saved. You got in there. Escape the pollution of the world and who are delivered by the power of the almighty God. Through, listen, through the knowledge of the Lord's Savior. This is what they're saying. They say for real. They say for real. But now they've turned astray or aside. I'm going to make sure this not you. Verse 21. Verse 21. For never to have obtained a full personal knowledge of the way of righteousness would have been better for them than having obtained such knowledge to turn back from the holy commandment which was verbally delivered to them. They knew the way of righteousness. Like some of you. Hold on. He, he, he. Minister, read that again. For never to have obtained a full. For never to have obtained a full personal knowledge of the way of righteousness would have been better for them than having obtained such knowledge to turn back from the holy commandment which was verbally delivered to them. I'm 55 and say since 38. I've never had an unction, a feeling that I wanted to turn back to the cesspool that I came out of. But he's saying here that some are going to do that. Right. Had full knowledge, so they thought. In the church. I ain't went outside. In the church. Okay. There's so much here. This is why it's so important to study and know the word of God. That what you're hearing is absolute truth. Now, I didn't say, I, you didn't hear me say anything about, uh, you know, tradition in that, did I? You, you didn't hear me say anything about a denomination and what they believe and what we was raised with. Oh, y'all going to be accountable. Y'all can't go to God. I didn't know. I'm making sure I cover everything. Mm-hmm. I wish some more pastors would do that. James 4, 4, real quick. Okay. Yeah, we'll get it. 
James chapter 4 at verse 4. You are like unfaithful wives, having illicit love affairs with the world and breaking your marriage vow to God. Do you not know that being the world's friend is being God's enemy? So whoever chooses to be a friend of the world oh. takes his stand as an enemy of God. You choose that. Now, you're not going to hear this in the prosperity message. I'm not against prosperity. I, <laughs> it's just more to the gospel. That's not how you get in. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, did y'all hear that? So who raise your hand if you're a friend of the world? Nobody said nothing. Somebody lying in here. Yep. <laughs> they say, move on, Pastor. Move on from there. This is the truth. He said that this is going to come from here. He said, let the wheat and tear grow together. That means there's some tear in here. I told you when the wind blows, the tear does not bow. It don't bend. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, what happened is the church is trying to be friends to the world. That's what the problem is. It's trying to be a friend, listen, to the world system. Not the people. See how we get that all mixed up? It's the system. It's what you're trying to be a friend of. How that operates. But you are to go into all the world and make disciples so he can't be talking about the people he's got to be talking about the system how it operates we want to bring that in amen I'm gonna make it clear this is why you can't go back to your old habits and please stop Justifying sin. Stop trying to justify sin. Stop trying to reason why you do what you do. And stop trying to use scripture to show what you... You don't just backslide or just fall away from the Lord. He has to be talking to the church about this. He ain't talking to the word, he's talking to the church of the living God. That's you. Okay, all right, okay, here we go, okay. He has to be talking about the church, right? Because what does the sinner have to fall away from? 
He already in a fallen state. He already in the pit. I done fell down. I can't fall anymore. I'm down. Okay. All right. Okay. Now watch this. Falling away from in Second Peter. The sinner is already, I said, he's in a fallen state. He's already there in the pit. Stop it. You don't just fall away from Jesus. You fall into something. You don't just fall away, but you fall into something. It's just not a falling away from. It's you're falling into the spirit of Antichrist. That's why you get, <laughs> you're not falling away. You're falling into the spirit of Antichrist against Christ. That's why you can't be rebellious. Amen. Okay. See, the spirit, it already works in the children of disobedience. The spirit of Antichrist is already working in your obedience. How many of y'all tithers? Y'all see me roll my eyes real tight. Yeah. <laughs> they said, keep on. Because that's the spirit of Antichrist. Destroy, sever, disunite him is not of God, does not proceed from him. This non-confession is the spirit mm. of the Antichrist. See that spirit? Of which you heard that it was coming, and now it is already in the world. <laughs> if it's in the world, it's in the church. Shouldn't be. Not the system. Not the system. Not how it operates. I need y'all to get this. Okay. See, we get that mixed up with people. We want the people. <laughs> you want the people. You want the people from the world to come into the church, just like us, just like us. Just like I was in the world. I came into the church. But I didn't bring all the occult activity with me and try to adjust and justify it. I smoked weed then. Now, can I still smoke now? No. I slept around dick. I can't sleep around. No. So you see the spirit in the church. I was disobedient there, so I can't be disobedient here. That's why I say it would be better that you didn't even know. Better you didn't even know. Okay. All right. Here we go. Some of y'all in the body of Christ, not just hopefully here because I've taught y'all well, are still looking for the third temple. <sighs> we don't even know if there be a third temple. I mean, that's what I'm saying. This is real good. I need y'all to know something because that's what's happening out here. A lot of 
big churches, a lot of them, they, they, they got to understand something about this third temple. It's not for the Mashiach. Elder, it's twofold. It has to come to pass because it's in the book. It's in the book. It's written. It has to. And it is. But I want to make sure I have no trace attached to it. That's finances. So you got to be careful. When you buy your gold coins, you got to be careful. See, some, <laughs> a lot of us don't know what, even what I'm talking about, about the coins, but the Trump coin and all this. And that money is being, is, is, is being promulgated, hope to field by the Christians. Did anybody understand what I'm saying? Okay, all right. <laughs> More it's cold. All right, okay, here we go. I need us to understand this because this is how the Antichrist can see it working. Okay? We as believers really need to understand this. The third temple is a sign that the Antichrist is coming. Coming himself. The building of the third temple is not a victory sign. What President Trump did is prophecy. It had to happen. Elder, there's a scripture in the Bible, and I, 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 I'm not sure where it is, but I got it on the tip of my tongue. But it talks about that the stranger is going to come into the land and announce something. And we don't even realize who that stranger is and who he was. So if you're ever doing a study on Mark Twain, you'll see that he was the stranger. And what he announced and where he was when he announced it. See, we, it's, so much, it's, it's so much prophecy, we just, it's just right in front of us, but we can't see it. Ooh, I'm going to help y'all with that. But I'm just trying to give y'all some information about this third temple that you're going to see. Good God. All right. You want to be careful. You got to be careful. You got to be careful what you're doing. All right? You got to be led of the Spirit. Not a sign of victory. All right. Go to, I'm going to help us here. Go to 1 Corinthians 3.16. I'm going to get out of here in a minute. Ready? 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 16. Do you not discern and understand that you, the whole church at Corinth, are God's temple, his sanctuary, mm. and that God's spirit has his permanent dwelling in you to be at home in you mm. collectively as a church and also individually. 
You, you remember uh, we was in Thessalonians 2.4, and he's going to come in and set the temple up, right, and say he God, right? Okay, all right. Just want to uh, now go uh, 3.17. Verse 17, if anyone does hurt to God's temple or corrupts it with false doctrines or destroys it, God will do hurt to him and bring him to the corruption of death and destroy him. For the temple of God is holy, sacred to him. And that temple, you, the believing church, and its individual believers are. Oh, you're not ready. No, no, you got to be careful how you. <laughs> you got to be careful how you treat your temple. I love how he said he let you know corporately. We have a responsibility to be healthy, but also you have a personal responsibility We have a corporate responsibility to be intimate with God. And we have a personal responsibility to be intimate with God. Oh, y'all not ready for this. Uh, wait a minute. If anyone does hurt to God's temple, I don't care what you are under duress for. This is not a license for suicide. That is okay. God understands. It says it's his. Your body is his. If anyone does hurt to God's temple or corrupt it, that's why you got to be careful what you put in it. Naturally, but also doctrinally. You got to be careful what doctrine that you put in this temple because it's going to corrupt it. This is why you got to be careful where you go. Listen to this. With false doctrine. Just because a church uh, or a denomination does something, that, that doesn't give it license. That is correct. It said with false doctrine. You got to be careful what you allow in this eye gate, what you allow to enter your heart. And any of these pagan holidays is not that's corrupting the house of God. But nobody want to hear this. This is not popular. You know, the truth is never really popular. And what we're supposed to be is lovers of the truth. Okay. I'm just saying what it says. And it says, or destroy. God will hurt, will do hurt to him and bring him to the what? Corruption and death and destroy him. Oh, you won't hear this in the seeker-friendly church. For the temple of God is holy. 
Only thing I want to be drunk is in the Holy Ghost. Okay. Read 18. Verse 18. Let no person deceive himself. Oh, there we go. If anyone among you supposes that he is wise in this age, let him become a fool. Mm. Let him discard his worldly discernment and recognize himself as dull, stupid, mm. and foolish without true learning and scholarship that he may become really wise. Mm, mm, mm. Told you, stop trying to justify. I don't hear churches all the time. Christmas is not in the Bible. <laughs> I got to talk about because the season coming up for him. Set you up. No, my love of Christ is celebrated every day. But I don't need a pagan ornament. And I definitely need to read Jeremiah. See, I told you, we try to justify our sin. Our tradition. Yeah, I thought he was the, I thought he was the, you know, in the Old Testament, he's supposed to be the mean God, vengeful God. Uh, we're in the New Testament right now. He not playing with you. Okay. All right. I got a question. Maybe we could go on the 19th. Well, I got to save some time. You can read it on your own. I got a question. How can an incredible, how can such an incredible, awful, frightening thing happen to you? What, what could be that frightening, that incredible, that could, uh-oh, that at one time, the living God himself sat on his throne. Ruling and reigning in a vessel. How can that, the Holy Spirit, how can it be possible that he departed from his temple? Y'all follow me? What could be this bad that when you read in Peter that they had knowledge of him? They were saved. They turned and dethroned him. All the knowledge that they had of him. How could they dethrone him? What could happen to you? Because he's talking to us. And it is going to happen. I didn't say to you, but I'm saying to the body. Okay. Hold on. How could it depart from his temple? has abdicated your heart through the lust of pride, covetousness, gossip, to slander, 
This is what I'm saying. This is when you leave. This, these are things in the church, in the body. Y'all got to watch this. So when you do these things, see, you advocate your heart through pride, through covetousness, through gossip, through slander, to all of the things that you have been warned time and time again. And you still won't. You, you find it hard, impossible to let go. This is how it happens. You've been warned about it. So we as believers have grown so careless and don't want to live a life of righteousness. Yes, you have to come back to church. We don't, we, we find it hard we, to walk righteously before our king. We advocate. Y'all got to be careful with this. This is how is possible that the Antichrist has moved now and has overtaken us? This is how he does it. I don't want to come to church. I don't want to give the offering. Now, you advocate it. You open the door. For the Antichrist spirit. Mm, it's not nothing important to us, is it? Okay. I'm trying to see how he, this is how he, he gets into the church. And Second Thessalonians, he now sits. In Second Thessalonians, we read that. We're going to go back to it and save some time. He now sits in the temple. And the Bible said that he shows himself to be God. Listen, in other words, he is in control of the temple. He's in control of the temple. <laughs> this is what he said. Second Thessalonians, that was 2-4. Go back to it real quick. I got to get this. Second Thessalonians chapter two and verse four. Who opposes and exalts himself so proudly and insolently against and over all that is called God or that is worshipped, even to his actually taking his seat in the temple of God. You are the temple of God. He shows himself to be God. When you're disobedient, when you're unforgiving, when you gossip, when you covet,
He's showing himself to be God. Joel is. His temple. Know this, there's always, every man that's walking on this earth today, always, always, I'm going to say it again, always, I'm going to go in the back, always, there's always going to be, always, no exception, always going to be. Of Christ on the throne of your heart. Whether it's anti-Christ or Christ Jesus himself. It's always going to be a Christ on your throne. Always. Always. There was always going to be that. Whether it's Christ our Lord and Savior or the anti-Christ. There's always going to be a Christ on the throne. Mm, mm, mm. No exception. The Antichrist is in full control of all. Listen, this is how you got to be careful. He's in full control of all secular media. I ain't too quite sure of Christian media, but he's still in there. Every TV show, Netflix and all, Hulu, you name it, the theater, fine arts, all the networks, all printed material, all secular, I said, all are under the control of the anti-Christ. This is how you can get, when you do that, this is how you get Abortion as rights and not murder because they control the media. Mm. This is how you can get abortion. It says rights. You have rights. It's a, it has rights to murder. This is how you can get Euthanasia in countries. Give me the old, the sick, the mental, and let's euthanize them. We got to keep it coveted for the elite. Seen that movie Elysium? Funny that in other countries, you know, like the Philippines and African nations, guess what? They reverence the elderly. They're not trying to euthanize. They carry the wisdom of the family. See, that's the spirit of Antichrist. 
reverence their old. We want to get rid of them. That's the spirit of Antichrist. Only the church that is called out of the world will prevail in the perilous time. Only that church that is called out from the world in these perilous times will survive. I got to make sure that's us. Okay. So the gates of hell won't prevail. You have to be very careful. The spirit of Antichrist is going around establishing churches with seeker-friendly messages. Ministers, listen, ministries are going around asking people what would they like to see? What would they like, what would they like church to be like? So we can make you feel accommodated. That's what they're doing. They're taking surveys. What can we do to make you feel accommodated? What do you need so you can feel comfortable? The, tr- the cross of Fincher? We'll take the cross out. We won't have any pictures of the cross. No, 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 no. So some people say, we don't want sermons. We want skits. We don't want a sermon. Just give me a skit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't want two hours. We want like an hour. That's, that's everything. All right. No conviction. We don't want no conviction. No judgment. Right? All right, all right. So what you got now is another gospel. With no cross, no repentance. You don't have to make any changes. You just need to hear the mercy and the grace of God messages. Nothing on hell or sin. Don't do that. Nothing on the Antichrist. So the Antichrist can do this. When you do like that, he can build a thing called a mega church. Y'all, we, is a mega church teaching what I teach? We're going to have 10,000 people hearing this. It is called the remnant. So you got to know where you are. I would love to have that, though. Okay, teacher, I know I'm ready. Get ready. Let me get up out of here. I mean, that's like asking, you know, kids who, you know, don't like school. What would you like your school to be like? No math, no English. No recess, because we don't want to work. We don't want to, we don't want to sweat. That's like, as, what, yeah, we would have two things, lunch and chat rooms. And I only want that because I want to see my friends at least once, maybe a week. That's like, that's like asking a child who hates school, what kind of school would you like? Yeah? No school. No, 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 we got to come and meet. Mm-hmm. We got to come in, you know, and vape in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Right in the classroom. Oh, my God. That, just, that teacher, ne- okay, something wrong in the school system right there for real. Mm. All right. I'm, I'm going to go ahead. And, okay. 
This last thing, teacher, come on, stand behind me so I can get up out of here. <laughs> this is what I want to leave y'all with. My job as a pastor, I'm going to start talking about this on every Sunday when I teach in here. My job as a pastor is to prepare you for eternity. Yeah. I mean, I got to tell you the truth. Yeah. And you get, you get people who come to Walker Ministry who can't stand Walker Ministry because they don't like the truth. I'm all right with that because I'm going to still teach the truth. That's why people leave because they don't want to know the truth. You got to live right. Because you're going to have to stand at the seat of judgment, at the beam of seat of judgment. You are, all of you, including me, including Paul. That's what he was saying in Thessalonians. I myself got to go. So what do I need to do? Teach you a bunch of stuff to make you just feel good? And not preparing you, my job is to prepare you for eternity. Hey, teacher. So passionate. <laughs> if you did, and that mistake that for being mean, it's yeah. not mean. I'm passionate, and you can't just be babying people. You know, you gotta snatch them out of the world. Truly, he's passionate. <laughs> we're both passionate about your life here on earth, and we're passionate about your final destination. Amen. Amen. I just want us to quickly go to 1 John 2.18, and can we just give our God a hand clap of praise for the engrafted word of God. That's able to save our soul, our way of thinking and living. May we never take the word of God for granted. Amen. First John chapter 2 at verse 18. And before, Minister, before you read, I want us to really begin to question all the traditional ways that we've been taught. And we know... We having no clue as to the last times or the end of days. And this is why people are saying, or young kids are saying, or older people are saying, well, when, when is the, the last days, the end of time, we're saying. And so they don't believe. They come to a place of not even believing the return of Christ. Because we don't understand the last hour. The last days. Amen. I want you to be able to understand that. You get there, minister, you can read. Boys, lads, it is the last time. We can stop there. Boys, lads. Basically, he's talking to a group of Christians who are immature. And that seems to be the majority of the case when it comes to teaching Christians is that because of the lack of obedience, it keeps them in a place of immaturity. So you're at a place of still rearing them at a very young age. 
So this is why it becomes very difficult for us as adult Christians to live as a Christian because of the immaturity of our disobedience. So when you hear the word of God, it's difficult and almost impossible to live. Hear me. Hear me. It's almost impossible for you to live. Because it means that you you haven't gotten it. I haven't I haven't learned something. So if I, I haven't learned, I can't apply. I can't do. I can't become what I haven't learned. So when I hear the word of God without without it being compromised without me adding something to it or taking something away from it so you can receive it. Like what we do when we feed our infants, we mix the dessert with the main course. Do we not so you can, so they can take the, the greens. So you add it with applesauce or some peaches, right? But they can't fully take the greens by itself. Because you've been compromising the whole time you've been feeding the baby. So when it's time to actually be in the next stage of development for the child, he or she is still behind. Because you still having to rear the child. Because you, you think this is a good mom. This is a good father. I'm still able to get my child to, to eat. But he or she, they're not getting enough of the greens. Because they really need to know what it's going to taste like. And you are going to eat it. Because when you get hungry enough, you're going to eat. See, but this is what has not been happening in the house of God. Is that we've been mixing Things of the world with the word of God so you can take it. So you'll come back. But we're going to give you the undulterated word of God so you can take it. And if you continue to, to spit it out, then you're saying that you just don't want him. So this is what he's saying. Children, he's saying, I'm speaking to the immature Christians, the, the ones that have to continue to rear up. Go ahead, minister. You are saying it is the last hour. It is the last hour. Are we talking about time? We have no clue. He's, he's telling you it's the, the last hour. It's a kind of time. It's the condition of this time. It's what this time is going to bring. It's letting you know that this kind of time or this kind of condition during this season and what is this 
season or this, these last days. It's after Christ was resurrected. After Pentecost. And so it's between Pentecost and his returning. And these are the kind of days. Even though it's the last hours, but the kind of days is now and is coming. The kind of days is now and is coming. The now is the conflict of the child of God and the child of Satan. It's the conflict of the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. It's the conflict of love and hatred. This is the kind of days. The kind of days to where men cannot receive correction anymore. We're talking about this, this kind of days. We're talking about the last hour. We're talking about before Jesus' second coming. This is the last hour. This is now, and it's coming. This is a critical season, which is now, and it's coming. This teaching is a warning, and it's also to encourage you. It's to allow you to identify the kind of season you're in. Which you're going to be in this season now and until he's coming. That you must be on the alert. Go ahead and finish reading, minister. Come in here because I tell you what. And as you have heard that the Antichrist, he who will oppose Christ in the guise of Christ. Antichrist. I'm going to give you the simplicity of Antichrist. It is a person who's placed in the position of God. One who places himself in the position of God. Self-worship. You got to see, am I placing myself in the place of God? For those who are saved and unsaved, God created you. And you can choose or not choose to serve him. And as pastor said, there is a Christ that you're serving. So the question is, who are you willing to allow, permit to be Lord of your life? Because all what we know as we know it today, your house, your car, what you love to do, the time, look, your time that you love to spend the way that you want to spend it. Because when you're born again, your time is not your time anymore. Because your life is not your life anymore. It's a whole life. 
Because you're going to have to answer God one way or another, whether you decide to accept him. So by default, you choose who is going to be Christ of your life. This is a time for you really to be on guard. He, uh, the Antichrist appears through or present himself, as the word of God says, is already working. It's a spirit. It's a behavior. It's a act that's being lived out, but influenced by. So you can choose to decide to live your life any way you want, but you're going to still have to answer God. So we are to be, I want to, I want to just share with you that you allow the influence of the behavior of, of the Antichrist through you when you decide to place yourself as God. Nothing that you own is yours. I think someone, and I ended here, someone asked me today about, uh, I, I won't say this, someone, I just say who it is, <laughs> Minister Shanti, whoever she's at. Uh -oh. Shout out. So uh, how do you, the self-control, how do you, how do you do that? I told her, at a very young age, I decided, I Observe. I observed what it looked like when someone didn't operate in self-control when someone did. My mom didn't. See, but this is the thing. With even though how we are reared up, I know that God places inside of us. I don't care what kind of home you came out of. He still placed inside of you what is the better choice. We're created. See, and you created his image already. Because he placed inside of you a certain measure of faith. And so I saw how my mom would easily get upset and she um she would worry a lot, all these different things. But my dad was the one that was calm. He was self-controlled. At the age of six, I'm observing that. I'm getting to my point here, is that. When you don't have self-control, and I'm talking about over your entire life, not just one area, all over, um, you will allow your emotions to dictate and make choices for you. This is why we make so many bad choices. Our thoughts are not just no self-control of how we think. Even though some of us think we think very methodical. Take time to really plan it out, do this, do that, but it's void of wisdom. <laughs> I just <laughs> I want you to know that you cannot be Lord of your life. To sum it up, you cannot be Lord of your life. Give it up now.
Give it up now. Give it up now. <laughs> All right, Minister Fendi. by our hearts. Thank you, Father God. Heavenly Father God, Lord, we thank you for the word that is spoken today, Lord God. We pray that it was it was sold in fertile ground, Father God, it would produce after its own kind. I thank you, Lord God, for your word is powerful. Like a two-edged sword, Father God, that pierces the dividing line of life. And I thank you, Father God, that your word, Father God, that I pray that we would walk it out, live it out, have our being in your word, Father God. Give us a heart to run hard after you in this season, Lord God. To not fal falter or faint, Father God, and grow weary, Lord God. I just, I pray strength for the body. Pray over the body, your love. Father God, your intimate wisdom, Father God. New wisdom for this new time that we're living in, Father God. Help us to stand strong in our faith, Lord God. Heavenly Father, with all consideration as Father God and steadfastness, standing on your word, Lord God, being fully equipped with your armor. Father God, help us, Father God, to spend an intimate time alone with you, Lord God. Have a desire to seal and a zeal and a desire to serve you, Lord God, for, for souls, Lord God. And help us to be reminded, Father God, our testimonies are not unto ourselves to keep, Father God, but to give away as trophies, Lord God. Father God, always bringing glory to your holy name. We just praise and we lift you up in this house. Thank you for the leader of the house, Father God, our pastor, our teacher, Father God, all the lay members, Father God, everyone that makes the body as one. We pray that we always stay uni unified in your love and bonded, Father God, together for the glory of the God and for the extending of the kingdom. And to God, we say amen. amen. Give everybody safe travels as they go home tonight, Lord God. Bring us together again safely as your will is, Father God. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. amen.